Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you're made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. I am so, so incredibly honored to introduce you guys to my really good friend, Georgia Brown. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, Georgia. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my goodness, Sarah. Thank you. I love being a Chosen Girl and I cannot wait to just hang out with you. Yes, we don't do interviews often. So when we do do interviews... It is so much fun. So thank you so much for coming. Georgia and I met literally through Instagram, Mm -hmm. through the magical world of Instagram. Um, I truly feel like God just brought us together. And now she's like a little sis to me and our chosen girl fam. And y'all make sure to go follow her on Instagram. I am Georgia Brown. (laughs) I literally, I love having you as a big sister. It is such a joy. And it's so fun how Instagram can be such a tool and amazing resource in this day and age to just encourage each other. And I can't believe that we get to do that every day. Like it's so fun. It is an honor. It is an honor and a privilege girl. So if you just want to start out, introduce yourself to the fam, tell us about yourself, uh, maybe a little bit about your testimony, whatever you want to share with this girl. Where do I begin? Hello friends. (laughs) Georgia Brown and I have red hair and bangs and freckles and I'm five foot two and I'm 20 years old and I'm in college here in the Nashville area at Middle Tennessee State and I just love God. He's so big yet so fun and personal and he is just taking me on this wild journey and I'm just super honored to be able to share my life on and off the screen with y'all. And so, yeah, he's taught me so much. I grew up in the church. I grew up Lutheran. I'm going to a little Lutheran church with my family. And yes, about girl. 12 years old, I was handed a hymnal. And said, you are going to be our music uh, leader for our church. And I said, okay. And learning to just um, take the talents that God has given me and use them stretched me all the way to when I was 18 and moving to college and learning what it means to be a uh, God's girl in college has been a whole journey of religion and just dive into my relationship with him to just love him more and more tomorrow than I did today. It's just so fun. And getting to study music while having Jesus as my foundation too. It's just so fun. So from an Instagram caption to writing a song to, I don't know, hanging out with my friends, it's just making God the foundation in the center. That's just how my life has just continued to grow. It's just with him at the center in the middle and the end of everything. (laughs) Yes, girl. Yes. Thank you so much for introducing your sweet self to the fam. And I wanted to kind of, uh, touch on like one particular part of your Instagram page. Um, and that's your prayer closet. So anybody who follows I'm George Brown on Instagram knows about this prayer closet. So tell us a little bit about that, how that got started and just kind of what God's doing through that in your life. Yeah. Oh, I would be honored. Okay, y'all. So praying has always been something that is kind of intimidating and foreign. If 
if you let it be that, you know, it's so big. It can seem so far away of like, how can I just talk to God and not come perfectly? Like, I'm not perfect. Like, I don't have this perfect prayer. What should I say? Um, what if I don't have any small things that I can just talk to him about? I just don't know where to start. So that was me truly through the start of college. It's like, how do I just talk to God and just talk to him like my best friend? Well, you do simply that. You just talk to him like he's your best friend. And it starts off small. I watched the movie War Room with a friend um, this past semester. And if you have not seen that movie, go check it out. It is incredible. Have you seen Yes. Yes. Amen, girl. Oh, it's so good. And in that movie, they, uh, the sweet old lady has her war room and it's her prayer closet where she just goes in there and is unplugged from the distractions of the world and just hangs out with Jesus. And so after, you know, kind of this little breakdown I had of college of trying to hold it all together, hold together everyone's problems. I think that's where I get the red hair too. I hold everything together until I just erupt like a volcano. I love it. I you absolutely know? love it. Yes. So <laughs> I need God to take this from me. And so I finally said, God, I don't have it all together. I don't have the perfect prayer to tell you. I don't have all the answers and I can't keep holding it in. So one day I just got inside my closet. I closed the door and I was like, okay, here I am. I'm on my knees before you. There's no one else is here except for me and you. Where do I start, God? And he just said, tell me what's going on, Georgia. Like, where are you God. Even though he, he knows, like he's our father, he's our savior. Like he sees us, but he wants us to tell him. That's so, so good. Truly, I just have been telling him at all. And so I started writing these prayers on my wall with little, um, little note cards from Walmart. Um, yes. And just writing down a prayer over my friends' lives, my professors at school, like everyone, my parents, down to like my husband, my future husband, whoever that's going to be. Yes. Him. Or praying over my dreams, like different things that are so specific. And, you know, it, it's so fun and freeing because I can just go in there every morning, say my prayer, give it up to him, leave it on the wall and know I can't carry this with me. I have to give it truly all up to him. Let the pen hit the paper, put it on the wall and then shut the door after, you know, 30 minutes, an hour or so. And then going with my day, truly believing in faith that he has got all of the prayer, not just part of it. He hears it all and he sees me right where I'm at. Praise God for that. So while you were talking, I was thinking of a question that I had that a lot of our listeners would probably have. And you said you grew up in church. You grew up in the Lutheran church. Um, how, If you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you gave your life to Christ? I was about nine years old. So I'm here, girl. Yeah, I grew up in the church and my grandpa sang on like the praise team. My dad played the guitar. I love it. I loved it so much. Papa mom, Brown. <laughs> my mom did puppet ministry. Okay, this was back like into the 90s, early 2000s, the puppet ministry. In Puppets were, was everything to the church. Yes. And yes. so my mama, she was a queen at that. And I just loved that girl. And she did all these little skits and stuff and songs. And so I would sing in those. And, you know, by the time I was nine, I wasn't going to Sunday school anymore. I was just singing on stage with my grandpa um, lead in worship. And that's when I just fell in love with 
the church and with God and was like, I just really want to make this my own and just truly give Jesus my life. Did I live a perfect life and lead that perfect life? No, you know, it's, it's really hard to, to give it all to him as a teenager. For sure. Truly is. Um, just being in that high school world and, um, other things and being insecure in different areas. Um, I truly believe that the most free I've been is in college, which that's a time where people are like, Oh, go live your life. (laughs) Get out of your system, girl. When really whatever you put into your system, these next three years or four years or so, Sarah, that's what you get out of the next 40 years. Preach girl. Oh my goodness. It's been, it's been a journey. That's why you have to run your race. Like Hebrews 12 says, it's a race. You just, it's not a sprint. It's just, you have to get to a a walking pace with Jesus and realize all through scripture, he walked everywhere. He was not in a rush. So why are we, we have to slow down with our walk with him and let him meet us right where we're at. And so if you're nine years old or if you're 90, if you're in high school or you're trying to figure it out in college, you're never too far gone to say yes to him now. That is so good. So just so our listeners have a little bit more clarification and me too, just because I love to get to know you even more than I already do. Um, Would you say that your prayer life truly started when you were in college? Oh yes. I would, I would totally say that it, my, my friendship with Jesus started like just letting him be my friend started in college. I would say that he was my savior when I was, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12, trying to grow up and know, wow, I'm a sinner, but I'm saved by grace through faith. I need you, Lord. Like I need to confess with my, with all my heart and all my mind and give it all to you that I needed a savior. And I think throughout, you know, the later teen years, it was like, Lord, I need a father. I need someone right now to tell me that it's going to be okay. Yes. And then college and you know, you have the world trying to pull you one direction and your faith trying to pull you another. And God says not to be lukewarm. It's like, okay, how can I come to you, Jesus, as a friend and learn how you lived this life? You lived it perfect and sinless for 33 years. Can you help a home girl out? Yes. I just need a friend that can tell me that it's going to all be okay. And that I can do this, that I can run my race and we can walk it together. So truly I'd say, our friendship and our like diving in a prayer life began in college. That's so good. And you literally stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you, you know, when, especially in the Bible belt here, and I know that you grew up in Arkansas, so many people um, who were raised in church, that's such a blessing, but also like that dynamic of getting saved at a young age is so different because it truly is a roller coaster. Like, okay, when you're nine, you're facing different struggles than when you're 16, than when you're 20, than when you're 25. Um, and so it's hard to like gauge who is God to me right now? Mm-hmm. Is he Lord of my life right now? Um, so that is amazing. And if you look at Georgia's Instagram guys, and if you meet her in person, get the pleasure of doing that, you can truly see the fruit of the spirit, joy and peace and love and kindness in her life from this relationship with God. So Georgia, tell us a little bit about 
um, I know that you got started with like the inspiration for War Room. Um, but what would you recommend to like a new Christian girl right now, no matter what her age or even a Christian girl who's kind of in a funk? And that's what we talked about last week on the podcast was being in a funk and not knowing where to get started. So what would you recommend to that person who may look at someone like you or like someone, a chosen girl or any other ministry and think, wow, I'll never be where they are. So I don't even know where to get started. Wow. Yeah. First, I just want to tell you, lovely ladies listening. Hi, I love you. You're so yes. beautiful. And God just loves you so much, but it, it can seem so hard and so big. So I totally understand. I wouldn't have believed where I'd be right now when I was 16 or 17. Like truly, I was finding my identity in boys, Sarah. Mm, girl, you probably wouldn't keep up with all the different boyfriends I have. It was just <laughs> but no, it's like, Jesus is my boyfriend and we are just having the best time dating. I love it, girl. So you're not too far gone. Don't ever think that anything you've ever done has kept you from the love of God because Praise God is so good. And that's why Jesus came. He literally came for you. Wherever you're listening to this today, just receive that. He came for you. Listen um, up, girls. Yes. We just going to church. Yes, so, girl. A few, a few things that really have helped me. Um, I read this book recently, and this book is called um, 20 Basic Christian Beliefs. It's called 20 Basic Every Christian Should Know Beliefs. Um, and you can get it on Amazon. And truly, it walks through everything. And even as like a girl that has walked with the Lord for a, a few years, um, it just brings it all back down to the heart of God. Like chapter one says, what is the Bible? Chapter two is, what is God like? And then chapter three, what is the Trinity? What is creation, prayer, different things that I read through this. And I was like, oh my gosh, it made me fall in love with being a Christian, which Christian means like Christ, you're a follower of Christ. It made me fall in love with being his girl all over again, because it brought it back down to, okay, this is why I believe what I believe. Yes. And that is such an important thing, especially like I said, if you're like me, my parents are Christians. It's not just like, okay, my parents are a certain political party, so I'm going to be that political party. It's not like that at all, because Jesus came, like you said, for you. And he came for your parents, too. But he wants that personal relationship one-on-one. Yeah. And that is beautiful. Yes. Yes, sister. I, I totally agree what you're saying about the parents thing too. It's like for the longest time, you know, mommy and daddy went to church. So Georgia and Tanner went to church and the family, that's just what we did. That's how we grew up. And you know, the sister listening that didn't grow up like this, that's okay. It's okay. Like you're not, you're not doing anything bad. That's just, we're, we're given the cards that were dealt and it's not about what happens to us. It's how we respond. It's up to us. It's a choice. Like choosing Jesus is a choice. We have to choose him. He chose us and he loved us. So we love him back, but we have to choose to love him back. And you know, that's one thing that I think about often is someday I'm going to stand before the father and I won't be standing next to Steve and Jennifer Brown. You know, wow. It'll be me and Jesus. And will he say, come here, good and, good and faithful servant, like you just, oh, I love you, Georgia Brown. Or will he say, yes, oh, I hope that happens. I know, I'm, girl, yes. Preach or that. Say, or will he say, I, I didn't know you. And I don't want him to say that, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's up to us as sisters of the king. Um, 
sisters of each other and daughters of the king, you know, to just be able to uplift one another and just encourage each other on this race. And Sarah, you encourage me so much. <laughs> Excuse me, cry. Oh my gosh, Georgia, seriously. And and that's what community is. Yeah. Whether it's through Instagram, online, we encourage you to find an accountability partner near you that will give you godly counsel, that will not condemn you for wherever you are, starting in your journey. And and Georgia, just somebody to even instruct you to get back to the basics, like, why, why am I Christian? Like, what do I believe? Who is this Jesus that I'm supposed to love? Um, and if you guys look back, we talked about that um, around Valentine's Day, is that verse like, okay, you're supposed to love Others, like you love yourself. So that's kind of two commands in one. You got to love yourself and you got to love others. But then love the Lord your God. And you're like, okay, what does loving God even look like? Like, do I just say I love God or do I love God? Yeah. It's truly honoring Him with your actions. Um, because, Amen. you know, your words, we're, we're going to be accounted for all of our words, Scripture tells us. And so that's really made me hold my tongue because I like to run my mouth. And so truly say something I pray in my journal, like I could hand you my journal and you could circle this every day because I have to truly deny this of myself is Scripture tells us in James to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And I do the opposite all the time. Girl, all I'm with time. you. And so just being able to surrender even my words and just say, Lord, may my actions just speak your name, even when in places that I might not to be like, hey, do you know Jesus? You know, just the way that I love, the way that I do my schoolwork, the way that I honor myself in the clothes that I wear. That is how you can love God um, right where you're at. And that's so fun. I completely agree with that. And, and like I said before, you can see fruit come from that and it may not be overnight, but once you live a certain lifestyle, it's amazing to see what God wants to do in you, but also through you working for you to be the hands and feet. So Georgia Brown, you told me, or you told all of us, all of our friends that before, like, you know, finding your identity in boys and what boys thought and, and, you know, maybe you felt lost without a boyfriend or whatever. I think we've all been there as a girl, (laughs) but um, thinking back to that time in your life and your relationship with God then versus now and your relationship with God now, what has that done for you when like problems arise or when anxiety comes Um, just thinking of then versus now? Cause that's so interesting. Oh, Sarah, that's so good. I'm like having to flash back to high school me, and I'm like, oh. but here's the thing: I have to always remember where I was to be thankful to where I am now. Truth, like, because forgetfulness leads to doubt with your relationship with God, with your relationship with who you are, but remembrance leads to that deepening of just loving him more. And so I always have to sometimes go back to those places. And so I'm really thankful we're talking about this. So back in high school, I think when I would have a problem, the first person I would go to would be that boy. Yes. What what could you tell me about this? Like trying to find some just acceptance in that. So it's like you have a a little boo-boo on your arm or something and you keep touching it. And you're thinking, okay, this boyfriend will help put a Band-Aid over it. Ooh, and, girl. And the Band-Aid looks, looks nice and it's fine. But, you know, coming to college, 
not dating a single boy in college and just trying to really focus on my relationship with Christ. Has it been perfect? Heck no, but I'm really (laughs) trying. I'm truly trying, but it's like taking that bandaid off of those insecurities and touching the wound and letting Jesus say, okay, Georgia, you need to get your finger out of there and let me stitch this up because we're going to actually heal you and we're going to leave a scar and you're going to tell people about that scar. And that scar is that insecurity that I had of not thinking that I was good enough without a boy. And so that's why I would make that boy my savior when he did not die on a cross and raise for me three days later. Girl, you preach to the chosen girl fam today. And you know, I'm sitting here thinking like, if you're sitting here thinking, oh, I don't have boy problems. Well, okay. Are you a workaholic preaching to myself? Um, Do you put that security in finances? Do you put that security in people pleasing? No matter if it's women, men, your parents, your pastor, whatever, we can put our weight into so many things and they're not going to stand. It's just going to be a Band-Aid. Yeah, truly a Band-Aid. And the Band-Aid could be so cute and look great from the outside, but doesn't sin and and temptation always look great from the outside? But truly, it covers up um, the heart of the problem. And really, it hasn't been easy to let Jesus into your open wounds. Oh, it hurts. Heart surgery hurts, but it also heals. Um, Yeah. So I'm just super thankful that I'm not who I used to be, you know, aren't you? Yes. And we have to honor who we were and remember that in order to appreciate progress made. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Oh, and to the girl who thinks, you know, well, I'm that girl that she's saying, well, girl, it was also me. And so girl, you've got this. Just just use this into that part of your life because it's so worth it. Like, that's what I think. I've, that's what I've learned, obviously, is that he is so worth it. He's healed me in areas that I didn't even know that I needed to be healed. Yes. Looking at the ground of my heart, um, my word last year was cultivate, which, you know, didn't even know that word was in my vocabulary, but <laughs> there we are. Um, and so I just love like farming things because Sarah, do you know what Georgia means? No, tell me what Georgia means. So names are, first of all, really cool. So if you haven't looked up what your name means, you should go look up. Oh, girl, I know. Oh, it means princess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm so proud. I'm, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm Enneagram 4. And one of the things that 4s like to do, and I, y'all know, I don't like identify myself by my Enneagram completely. But I think it's so fascinating. And I want to know your Enneagram, Enneagram number. But 4s love to feel feelings and feel special. So that makes me feel special. That's because you're a princess of the king, my sister. So tell me what Georgia means. I'm dying. Georgia. Are you ready? Yes. Farmer. (laughs) Girl, I am literally farmer. Yes. Shut your mouth. Now that is literally my Dr. Seuss life. I am doctor. I am Farmer Brown. I love it. That's so fun. So with this word of cultivate last year, it was really a season of, you know, tending the ground of my heart, which honestly thought it sounded so fun. We love, oh, cultivate. Wow. How spiritual am I? But then you get around to, you know, going halfway through the year and realizing, okay, we're having to prepare the land of my heart 
and picking up some weeds that looked like flowers and, you know, really having to uproot some bad habits, bad mindsets um, to prepare my heart for the next year. So then coming to this year, I was like, oh man, you know what comes after uh, preparing the land or uh, what's to come? A harvest comes. Oh Lord, I'm thanking you for this next year of harvest because I know that's the word you're going to just lay on my heart. <sighs> Guess what, Sarah? What, Georgia Brown? He did not lay the word harvest on my heart. What's your word, girl? My word is abide. Okay. So, John 15. So after a year of just tending that ground, he said, okay, now I need you to remain in me so I can remain in you because mm. out this connection, Georgia, of you being my friend, says Jesus, he says, you can do nothing without me. Girl. And he honestly has been teaching me so much because I can't do anything without him. He is a savior, a father, and a friend. And just getting to know him daily of abiding through my prayer closet and through my friendships and community and music, oh, we can bear fruit. <gasps> Girl, literally, when you said abide, first thing, this goes with Farmer Brown theme, vine and branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Yes. Praise God. Isn't that so awesome? Yes. Farmer Brown for life. Hashtag Farmer Brown. <laughs> I will be wearing my overalls for the next quarantine days. Yes. And I, girl, when this launches, I don't even know what will be happening in the universe that we call our world and state and country, whatever. But God be with us. Um, so what, what Enneagram are you, Georgia Brown? I'm a two. Tell me about twos. I'm a helper. You know, I really haven't looked a ton into it. Do I follow some Enneagram accounts? Yes. Do I see how I react to uh, different things that they post, you know, little different funny things? Yes. And a lot of them are true. A two is a helper. I believe it. That wants to just help and love you more tomorrow than today. And just that kind of, you know, in an unhealthy way, I can become like, the savior complex kind of gal, which that's happened before. So truly I just want to help and love. And I really think the Enneagram has been really fun to see that balance of healthy Georgia and unhealthy Georgia, knowing where my limits are. So it's kind of a great tool, you know? Yeah, totally. So along that same line of questions, interviews are so fun. Oh my gosh. So you're in college, um, but we're always learning. Like I'm 25 and out of college, praise be to God, but we're all learning. So what type of learner are you? Audio, kinesthetic, or um, what's the other one? I'm a, visual. Visual. Um, I'd say more hands-on and visual. Okay. So I really like like seeing things very like in front of me. Like yes. I need you to tell it to me blank just be like Georgia this is how it is (laughs) we're gonna talk it through um so yeah like like when it comes to my relationship with Jesus I could read the Bible all day long but if I don't like apply it and just underline highlight get colors out and really dive in and then also you know have resources like movies and podcasts and you know encouraging Instagram things I would be like I'm very confused right now because I just need, a sister needs help. So girl, have you heard of the TV show, The Chosen? 
Girl, yes. Okay, so that's a, an amazing show about the life of Jesus. And so to all you ladies out there who just need to see that Jesus is tangible and just that he was real, that he walked the earth, go watch that show. Like truly, um, it's an app. It's called The Chosen. You can just download it. It's free. Um, they did not pay me to say this. I just am in love with the show. Um, <laughs> Shout out to but, The Chosen on Chosen Girl Podcast. <laughs> uh, but being able to see visually that Jesus, you know, he, he was real, that he laughed, that he loved his people right where he's at. The scripture is true and, and, and it truly is alive and active. That's a way that I've learned about him in a way that I didn't know that I really needed. Girl, and that's the reason I asked you is because I feel like sometimes we look at other Christians or people in our church that we look up to and we see their patterns. Like somebody may pray or journal. You have, I pray or journal mm-hmm. and I love journals and you have a prayer closet, but we're both praying. Praise God. Amen. Yes, girl. So to the girl who's like, oh my gosh, I need to go buy note cards right now, or I need to go buy a prayer journal. So God won't like not love me. Like, no, God just wants you. He wants you in whatever form that you're coming in, dirty, clean, whatever. And he wants, he made you with the personality for that reason. Yes. So Georgia, this time has been amazing. And I feel like we've covered so much. I feel like we could probably talk for maybe another three hours. I would Um, be honored, but I think all of our friends might get hungry or need a bathroom break by then. Totally, totally. So what's some last advice or encouragement that you would give with what you've seen that God wants to do for you and through you, through just time with Him and prayer, um, just kind of a motivator for our friends and what's been a motivation for you? Oh, Oh, y'all, he just wants to use all of you. That's something I've been really learning is the things that you think aren't qualified or good enough. He wants to use that because then he can put his power within you to display his goodness. Oh, because you are absolutely necessary. As it says yes! in Corinthians 12, because your part of the body is so important and Oh, that's just something I've been learning is allowing him into that space. He'll use it. Allowing him in to, you know, I don't even know, but my love for Instagram, he's going to use it. My love for playing the piano, he'll use it. Just give it all up to him. And so today I just encourage you, what, what gets you up in the morning? What gets you so excited about life? Let God into that area. Have you even let him into that area? Have you let him into your heart to rule this vessel of your your body here of your just cuteness of made in his image, you know? So that's just what I've been learning is he'll just use it all. He'll just use it all. But you have to say, come on in friend. (laughs) That is pure gold girl. Yes. God just wants to use us. And that's literally the chosen message. We just have to say, yes, we just have to give it up. Mm. Yes. And amen, sister. I love being a chosen girl. Yes, girl. Thank you so much for being just a part of our fam and for being on the podcast today. Y'all, we are already scheduling more podcasts with little Miss Georgia Brown. And she has her own podcast, Faith and Friends. You have to. 
It's so fun. And y'all, she has the sweetest guest. You've got to go subscribe to her podcast because y'all, it's all friendship here. Like we love her podcast. We love her. She loves us. It's amazing. So it's a beautiful thing. It is. And Miss Sarah will definitely be on an episode of Faith and Friends soon. So y'all better subscribe because it is coming your way. Girl, yes. Praise God for that. So, y'all, I guess that that's it for episode seven with Little Miss Georgia Brown, Farmer Brown. And we will see you guys uh, next Tuesday. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we can share in the love with you guys. We love you, we are praying for you, and we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.